Welcome and thanks for joining Deacon Ryan, the people's platform and community where like-minded people come together to gather, pray and above all, share our love for both God and one another. That's here with Deacon Ryan. Let's pray. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. When Jesus and his disciples arrived at Bethsaida, people brought to him a blind man and begged Jesus to touch him. He took the blind man by the hand and led him outside the village. Putting spittle on his eyes, he laid his hands on the man and asked, Do you see anything? Looking up, the man replied, I see people looking like trees and walking. Then he laid his hands on the man's eyes a second time, and he saw clearly. His sight was restored, and he could see everything distinctly. Then he sent him home and said, Do not even go into the village. The Gospel of the Lord. I've mentioned my grandmother a few times in my homilies. Now, when she was about 24 years old, she married my grandfather, a God-fearing Protestant, and for 64 years of their marriage, she was a member of our local Baptist church. After my grandfather passed away, Anna and I cared for her until her dementia progressed to the point that she needed round-the-clock care. And one of my ministries was doing communion services in the lodge that she lived at. She loved going to church, and so she would come to the Catholic liturgies. About a year after she moved in and during one of those liturgies, she put out her hands and asked me for communion. An odd yet not-so-odd request in an old folks' home. I remember once I received a complaint at the parish that I was going around telling people that I was higher than the Pope. We found out that it was my grandmother who was spreading that. In her mind, if I was allowed to be a member of the clergy and be married, and the Pope wasn't, then surely I must be higher than him. Now, after that service, I tried to be as gentle as possible in advising her that only Catholics could receive Holy Communion. And her response shocked me to the core. She said, My dear, I am Catholic. I had known this woman for, at that time, almost 40 years. She was the first person to introduce me to Jesus Christ. And here she was in her mid-90s, letting me know that she was a baptized Catholic. As many women did in the 30s and 40s, she had taken on the religion of her husband and had never really shared with anybody, even her own children, what her spiritual heritage was. Even though she knew that I was a, a convert to Catholicism, I couldn't, I, I honestly could not believe it. And yet, by the grace of God, at the age of about 95, my grandmother returned to the church. 
after being away for almost 70 years. For the last couple of years of her life, she received communion every week. And she prayed a rosary with my wife Anna the day before she died. Now, why do I share this story today? I share the story because my grandmother's reversion was a miracle. It was miraculous. But it took 70 years for her to return to the church. I can only imagine the number of prayers lifted up by her family. And for many of them, they died without seeing their prayers answered. I know that some of you are like me and we are praying so hard for things to happen in our lives. Prayers about exams, prayers about finding a holy spouse, prayers for health, prayers for our children to return to the faith, prayers that our Lord will free us from the pain or the loneliness or the depression or anxiety we experience to mend our broken hearts. Time and time again, we ask our Lord for a miracle, and more often than not, it doesn't appear like we, we really get the miracle that we seek, or it certainly doesn't happen when we want it to. Sometimes it's frustrating because we know our Lord can, can do these miracles. Scripture tells us time and time again of Jesus performing miracles And not just the big ones like turning water into wine or feeding 5,000. I'm talking about miracles that were intimate, that were personal, that, that changed the lives of those who needed him. He cast out demons from a mute man, a young girl, a boy with seizures, violent men. He healed blind men. The government official's son, Peter's mother-in-law, a leper, a Roman's officer's servant, a paralyzed man, the woman who bled for 12 years, the man with the deformed hand. He even brought the synagogue leader's daughter back to life. He raised the young man and his friend Lazarus. And the list goes on and on. All of these miracles happened, and they happened immediately. So why are my prayers not being answered? Why have I not received my miracle? Of all the miracles Jesus performed and that are recorded in Scripture, the one we heard about today is unique. It's the only miracle in Scripture that didn't happen immediately. And it wasn't because Jesus failed on the first attempt. He probably did spit right in the guy's eye, as Scripture tells us. It was a unique miracle because it occurred in stages. And it's important for us to realize that in this one tiny and yet special miracle, our Lord is speaking to us right now. He's telling us, that not only are some of our prayers not answered quickly, even miracles can take time. Physical healing, spiritual growth, conversion, reversion, vocational discernment, these often take time. 
Our prayers can be answered in stages or a long period of waiting or maybe not even until our Lord comes again in glory or we go to heaven. But if we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, if we hold on to him and never let go no matter how long it takes, if we bring the challenges and frustrations of waiting to him, St. Paul reminds us in his second letter to Corinthians, our Lord's grace is sufficient and power is made perfect in weakness. My friends, often it is only in hindsight that we see how our Lord is working in our lives. Often it is only when we look back that we see those prayers being answered in God's perfect timing. And sometimes it's only in surveying the totality of our lives. Sometimes it's a matter of looking back over decades that we see those times where we can add our own names, our own stories, or in this case, the name of my grandmother to that list of Christ's miracles. Thanks once again for taking the time to join Deacon Ryan, the people's platform and community where like-minded people come together to gather, pray, and above all, share our love for both God and one another. That's here with Deacon Ryan.